Hello, everybody. This is Jeff McMaster from LeadershipEzra.com, and you are listening to the Leadership Ezra podcast, where we connect biblical truth with wisdom and apply it to the practice of leadership. If you love Jesus and have been called to lead, I invite you to join me as I connect the dots of faith, wisdom, and leadership. And if you want to dive deeper into this subject, order a copy of my latest book, Leadership Ezra, now available on Amazon. Have you ever struggled with compromise or conformity? I'm talking about when you compromise your faith or your values in order to fit in uh, or to give in to peer pressure. That's the question we're going to be talking about today. This discussion is going to be the first in a series, all based on a study of Daniel chapter 1 and corresponding to the articles that are posted on the website each week. And I imagine this is going to take about the next eight weeks or so. The big idea that we will be discussing is how you can navigate pressure, specifically the pressure to compromise or conform in an unhealthy or immoral way, and to do that without deviating from your values. It's really going to be a discussion of how to lead and live with excellence without compromising your faith. And today, that begins with an understanding of what I'm going to call the most important lesson. When I was a senior in high school, I had a job working at a local meat market and butcher shop. My job was to come after the shop was closed in the evening and clean everything up from the day. Keep in mind, this was a butcher shop, so... Uh, so that meant it was messy work. Cleaning up after the slaughtering process, not pretty. Not only was it messy, it was also lonely work because I was there by myself after everyone else had gone home. Well, one day in the late spring, I was doing my job while listening to a Detroit Tigers baseball game on the radio. They won the World Series that year with a dynamic duo of Alan Trammell at shortstop and Lou Whitaker at second base the outstanding pitching of Jack Morris. My boss was a heavy smoker, and on this evening, he had left a pack of cigarettes behind, which had never happened before. So as I was cleaning up in the front, I came across the cigarettes and was faced with an ethical dilemma. I had never smoked before, and had been vocal about my faith with my classmates and adamant that smoking and the use of any other substances didn't mesh with my faith. But now, these cigarettes were right in front of me, and no one was around to see it. I had the chance to pick up a cigarette and smoke it just to see what it would be like, and no one would ever know. I picked one up, I held it in my fingers, I looked at it, wondered what it would be like, and then I put it down and never lit it up. Why did I make that decision? In retrospect, now that I know how to put this into words and how to frame it, it really was a simple answer. I had already established my internal framework to guide my decision-making process. It was driven by my worldview that was based on my commitment to Jesus Christ and to the Bible. So, when the situation presented itself in front of me, I had actually made the decision ahead of time by establishing my worldview and framework before I ever faced that circumstance. As tempting as it might have been as a teenager to try a cigarette, my beliefs and the resulting personal principles directly corresponded to my behavior. 
Therefore, I didn't smoke because I couldn't smoke and still be true to myself. My behavior reflected my pre-established beliefs. You see, one of, if not the most important thing you need to do to prepare yourself to stand against compromising your faith is to understand that your beliefs and your behavior are inseparable. I've quoted my dad on this before, but as he used to say, your walk talks and your talk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. Your beliefs will result in your behavior, and your behavior will be a reflection of your beliefs. Because this is so, two things will inevitably happen. First, when you're confronted with a circumstance that challenges your faith and your values, how you respond to that circumstance will be a direct result of the worldview belief system that you have already intentionally developed. And second, everyone around you will make judgments about who you are based on how they see you act in these circumstances. So here's what you need to take away. It's, very, it's really straightforward. What you believe and how you live go together. Know what you believe and why it matters and just as importantly know that your actions must match your beliefs. The bottom line is that your walk needs to be consistent with your talk. That happens when your talk is consistent with your worldview, with what you hold to be true as your foundational belief system. Therefore, if you want to be able to navigate circumstances that challenge your faith and your integrity and come away without having compromised, then you must be purposeful about solidifying your worldview. You won't have one without the other. Well, thank you, everybody. Again, this is Jeff McMaster, and you have been listening to the Leadership Ezra podcast, where we connect biblical truth with wisdom and apply it to the practice of leadership. Come back next time to hear me once again connect these dots of faith, wisdom, and leadership. And don't forget to order a copy of my book, Leadership Ezra, available on Amazon. Thank you and goodbye.